as long as I can hear you. Yeah. No, I can hear. It's on. We're good. All right. Are we ready to roll? Yes. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. <laughs> Like, where's the line? Yeah. Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFou. Light Me at Five. <sighs> I better not see that cat. I'm like, or what? Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. Apparently, I just went through puberty. Did you hear my voice squeak in the middle of that? Thanks for joining us. Mickey Mouse Club. <clears throat> All right, so we had... smoked that fucking joint. I know. You, you hit me with the infused shit. It was, uh, it was the, the, I got the, the Prince of Persia treatment when I walked in the door. I noticed as uh, I came up, though, as we were talking earlier, that your, your cat heater was on. And uh, so you have a new... You have a new porch cat. Well, here's this. You want you want the full rundown. The, the people want to know, Jason, because I'm still caught up in what happened to the balloon head cat. That's a year ago now. I know, and and he hasn't come back. That's because he's obviously dead. Oh, that hurts. Maybe an old lady took him in. Why can't we talk about that aspect of his life? So I haven't had many. Um, like I'm, if you don't know. I will pet every cat that I see on the street. Let's go straight now. Jason has two cats. Although, if you went to visit him, you would see no cats. Yeah, I have very well-behaved cats. When other people come over, they peace the fuck out. That's true. That is true. You know, I have, like, what's crazy is my cats, like, when they were kittens. Like you used few- to whisper to them that strangers would hurt them? No, like, a few times they would try to eat my food, and I'd just be like, nope, fuck you, you're not eating my food. Uh, a couple times they try to get in the trash. It's like, no, fuck you. You don't do that shit. And what you people can't see at home is that he has a riding crop in his hand. As he's demonstrating. A fucking cow, cow cattle prod. <laughs> no, but so they um, they won't eat my food, man. And there's been times where I've offered them food and they'll sniff it and they just walk away from it. How do they feel when they see you feeding strays then? I feed the strays cat food. They- you know what, though? I don't think they give a shit because they're in the warm. So... The one cat will sit in my bedroom window and watch me. You have two porch cats now. (sighs) No, here's the situation. Okay, so I have this one cat that, like, I've known for a while. (laughs) 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 It's been it's been an outside cat for a while, right? And I've always been that's the long haired one. Yes, I've always been able to be friendly with it. And it, it was living in this house that's been burned down twice now. That's right. where I always see it is in the yard there. And one one day I was just out and it ran up to me and followed me home. It was like, get me the fuck out. And so I. But fed that's it. not the story I heard. There were two other cats that you were already in contractual talks with for a petting. No, 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 no. Hold up. <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. So this cat, like. This was on like a, a fucking Saturday night. I'm walking home, running into this cat. It follows me. So I pet it. I get a little bit of food. I wake up the next morning. 
and there are four fucking kittens just chilling on my porch. Little tiny kittens. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that word spread quickly. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so uh, they were like sniffing around where the food was, so I gave them some food. Do your neighbors ever approach you about, hey, man, what's with all these fucking strays, man? No, actually, one of the neighbors has started feeding them also. If you look over there on the side of the porch, there's food and water. I didn't put that out there. It's the guy upstairs, I believe, did that. Oh, wait, there's another one? So you got two neighbors? I guess I didn't realize there was Yeah, a- there's a guy who lives upstairs. He just moved in not that long ago. Is he, he the one that kept parking in the yard? He's the guy, yes. He's the guy who just parked right over here. Okay. But yeah, um, anyways, long story short, I was visiting. Wait a minute. So your other neighbor has two neighbors now feeding stray cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're cool, though. They pet the cats and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh but anyways, I don't know. All these random cats just showed up. I can't imagine why. There were six fucking cats that showed Dude, up. Dude, four plates of food, a hot box that's plugged in that you're paying the power bill for. No, but I, so that one, the one long hair has decided, because the box has been there. It's true. And uh, But it wasn't cold, so I don't think they were aware of the heating of benefits of that box. It hasn't been cold enough to really get the benefits of it at right. this point for a cat. Right. But that's what so, I'm saying. But now he knows. So, but that cat is, um, well, that's why I was like, well, I better, I better set it up because he was just in it all the time. Oh, he was just hanging out in it already. Yeah. I would just come home and he'd pop out of the fucking thing. I go to work, he's hanging out of it. So it's like, well, I guess I might as well get it prepared for the Well, that's what it was for. Yeah. Here. That's what you, you got it I mean? for. So, anyway. So, yeah, he's out there, and then there's this fucking one cat that's just chilling in the bushes under there that's lost or some shit. I don't know what his deal is. He's the one that's little little schizo. Yeah, yes. He want, he'll he meow at me, and he'll come and like kind of look at what's going on, but then hiss if I get try to touch him. It's pretty much my, my relationship with the dating world at this point. I get meowed at, and then as soon as I go to touch, I get a hiss, and then I'm off to another cat, you know? That's why I'm just waiting I'm just one of the uh, the bar I go to. The waitress there, she's like, "You're just gonna come in here one day with a fucking like claw mark across the whole side of your face. (laughs) So you're gonna catch some fucking weird cat disease." I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah." Cat scratch fever. Lose a finger to some. I don't believe any of that. I don't think a single one's clawed you yet. Mm -mm. You're like the cat whisperer. I haven't been assaulted by a cat. You're like the cat whisperer. Just like just now on the porch when I came up, you go, "Was that cat out there?" And I go, "No." Nowhere to be seen. Disappeared into the wind. But if you're out there, I glance back out the door, and there I just see its head poking up over the stairs. What the fuck? The cat whisperer. I almost ran it over coming home the other Granted, day. Granted, I probably smell like a mule dog. Oh, that cat doesn't give a shit, dude. It's- That's true. It's an outdoor cat. So, so the story I heard with this one, though, that, so you're talking about that was the very first time you met him. This one. Oh, it was you like, were in an alley talking to a strange one. It wasn't real. That was like that was last week when you followed. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, then it has there was a kitten. But I've known this cat for like a while. It's a like while. Bird, I just yeah. all of a sudden one night out of the fucking darkness while I was tr- approaching two other cats. <laughs> he she I don't I haven't even I don't know. Just was like and took off like, whoa, shit. Yeah. I'm out of here, bitches. This is my ride. That's what she said. He said. Whatever. 
So, no, I've been interacting with this cat on my walks around the neighborhood for, I would say, probably five or six months. But I think it just figured out that I actually live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Well, it lives here now, I think. I mean, it sleeps here. Yeah. It's not always out there. It does its thing. That's true. But that counts. I had a buddy who had this big, huge panther of a cat. I like big panther-like cats. I do like those cats. And, uh, uh, but he was just this big cat named Craigers. And then he just, he was one of those that get up morning and he'd call at the door. They'd open it up and he'd go up. They lived out kind of out in the kind of a country just outside of a small town type. And this cat would just wander and then come back in the afternoon. And then the only, the tails that cat must have had. Well, that's, uh, the accidental cat I ended up with at my last apartment. Uh, I had this college kid who moved in upstairs, and he was just there, you know, his parents paid the lease in full right. for the semester or whatever. And what a beautiful life that must be. And one of his friends uh, had a cat that he needed him to watch, and they just kind of abandoned it with him. And it was this big, fat, orange cat. Yeah. And, and it was an indoor-outdoor cat. It came and goes, it went, and... I would just come home and it'd be on my porch and I'd sit on my porch and it'd just walk up and get on your lap and want to chill with you. Yeah, I like those big, those big cats. And uh, the dude ended up moving and the day he moved, he was just like, hey, dude, I can't take this cat. Can you stay here with you? I was like, I mean, I, I guess what's the other fucking option at right. this point? Yeah, but it was one of those that would be gone half the day. I would wake up in the morning, go to work and open the door and he would take off. And then come home. Maybe and there. then, yeah, sometimes I have to call home and be like, I'd call my son if I was, like, out. Yeah. I remember doing it at the old the drop all the, the time at open mic night. It's like, hey, uh, make sure you let the fuck go get the cat. Don't leave him outside. Yeah. See, I would let a cat move in with those with that rule set. And then one night, it was, like, it was a Saturday night. We were sitting on my porch. Just me and the cat were chilling, and a possum took off. And he, he took off just like off the porch after the possum. Never saw him again. And apparently the very next morning he was found dead in someone's yard. That possum whooped his ass, huh? Oh, like a block and a half down the street. No, they said there's no apparent like injuries. He was just laying in the yard. They thought he was just laying there because he was known to like, because he wandered the neighborhood. They said he was always just in our garden, like messing around in the flowers and stuff. Yeah. We just thought he was laying in the yard and he was dead. So they said they buried him in the garden because they, they didn't know. Right. So it's a neighborhood cat. He had a collar, but, you know, cat collars, you have to have the breakaway because they'll kill themselves. So all cat collars, like if they get their neck stuck in something, that collar breaks off. I guess I never heard of that, but I don't really have cats. Yeah, cat collars just have like, you, they have a plastic snap that has to break away under enough tension because... They're dumb. They'll get their head stuck in shit and choke themselves to death if they have a collar on. So the collar has to be able to break away. I can see it because they'd be getting into some, like like the one that lives up inside your couch. Right. Here. They'd be getting into some shit. You can hang yourself, you know what I mean, and getting out. So What if the cat's skinny? Will it still be able to break away? Yeah, it's, I mean, if you yank, it's like tar- It's like stripper pants. Do You just pull them and they come off. Hell yeah. I remember that kid. I got that cat. I got him a little tag and everything because he was out. And a bell because he killed fucking everything. I watched him jump in the air and grab birds multiple times. 
And he was like a fat, pudgy, like he wasn't a tiny, nimble-looking cat. I know, but they're still they're they're insane. Like that's why we we he murdered one by one an entire family of rabbits and brought a baby rabbit to me every day, one a day. That's showing you honor. He just come in the house and like drop a dead rabbit. I'm yeah. like, oh! yeah, it's like when they bring it back to the the male lion. So that's what I got him a, a collar with. Did a, you sit down and eat that rabbit? When after that happened, the after the the second rabbit got brought inside and the third one was dropped off on the porch, uh, I got him a bell, just to give everything a yeah, fighting chance. Fighting chance. But apparently, and then he ripped that bell off like stripper pants. Well, yeah. Sometimes you come home, you know, all dirty and. Without the fucking necklace on. So. Yeah, Craigers. Craigers was like uh, 10 or 11 or something. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he just disappeared one day. I don't know what brought that thing down, but it had to have been like a group of raccoons or something. Because even a coyote, like uh, Craigers went straight up a tree. Like he was, he was a big very capable cat let me just put it that way but uh and he would come back with fight marks let me miss it in a piece of an ear one day or whatnot but there was no question that craigers won every one of them okay so i remember do you remember this i don't know if this is like just maybe where i grew up but when i was younger i feel like i saw a lot of cats that lived outdoors like you see now yes only they had stubby little tails, like they had no tails. I feel like I saw that a lot, but I think that is from fighting when they're young. It's not like just a cats were born with stumpy tails. I don't think so. It's it's like a loss, like an injury. Yeah, I think that's when they're like because when they're kittens, they I remember could lose seeing them that easy. shit all the time. And like, hell, the to 80s be honest with you, in the cities, I wouldn't be surprised if a fucking rat took out their tail when they were young. Yeah, because those rats are. I just, Vicious. You, I just don't see it at all anymore, and I feel like when I was younger, it was pretty common to see a cat with a little nubby tail. I and I think that's the result of an injury, though. I do. I think that those are those are from a lot of fighting, a life of fighting. Plus, tails get fucked up. Tails get caught in shit. Craig's kid tail got shot in the door once. <laughs> So you headlined this weekend. Yeah. So how'd it go? How'd it go? I would have been loved to have been there, but I am forever banished from the premises. Actually, I was talking to, to Daryl, and he said something about, um, he was talking to Heather, and Heather said, you're not banned. Yeah, that's funny, because I have the text. I don't know. But anyways, yes, I headlined there, and uh, it was cool. The um, first show... I felt like it was like the, probably the, my best show. Yeah. And now, uh, well, who was your opener? Um, Tyler Wright hosted the show. Tyler was hosted. All right. And Stone did a guest spot. Stone. Joe Tid. I haven't heard Stoney in a while. Joe, Joe was your feature? No, Joe Tid got a guest spot. Oh, I gotcha. And Jenny did a guest spot. Yeah. Oh, you had three guesties? You didn't have a feature? Yes. Oh, gotcha. And then Cameron Cooper featured. Oh, he did on Friday, too? Yes. Oh, okay. And then, uh, yeah, everything was great. Um, and then the shows uh, shows Saturday were good. Cameron fucking killed it the first show Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. where, like, I was like, 
I felt like I was working every minute I was up there. And the shows went, I mean, they, they all went good. Um, and then, you know, last show Saturday was, everyone did good. It was just a normal, you know, normal show. But, yeah, probably the best, like, all-around night was, I would say, for everybody was, uh, like, Friday night was a really good night. Friday Matt night. Wheeler did guest spots on the weekend, and uh, uh, he did really good. Uh, Chris Ray hosted. Oh, the Saturday the show. Saturday show. Mark Stock did some good guest yeah, spots. I love Stock. I'll tell you, Cam, though, since uh, he does a lot, he does the host, a lot of shows and whatnot at Summit City, but... Um, uh, I want to say since Summit City came in, but it's just I've seen him more since Summit City's oh, come yeah, in. Yeah, dude. He, but yeah. he's come he's come so far uh, from like when we first I was first seeing him, and I don't and he is from Fort Wayne, so we don't see him very often. Did I yank that out? No, we good. We're all good. You here? All right, all right, cool. No, um, yeah, I've worked with him quite a few times. Um, and he's always he always does a good job, but. Yeah, his Saturday first show set, he absolutely killed it, man. It was like the, the crowd for him. Now, did you do the same set all three shows? Uh, yeah. For the most part? Yeah. Did he do so, the same same thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. And now, you headlined, let's see, would have been six months or so ago, right? April, maybe? May? Where? At the, at the drop. Mm-mm. When was your last headline? The last time I headlined at the drop was when last year when me and you did a co headline. You didn't do one after that? I thought you did one in between. No. Okay, so what how much different material do you think you were doing from the between that headline and this one? How much new material did you do? Oh, I don't I have no, no clue. idea. No clue. Because I've got, because I got, because I'm headlining in decibels. Like, yeah, I didn't record that set, and my camera. I don't know what the fuck happened to it, but uh, I recorded the first show. Went to dump the the card, and it broke it all up into individual four point two eight gigabyte chunks instead of one recording. Wonder why? I have no idea. Never done that before. No. Did it do it on Saturday shows? Um, I, apparently my iPad's full, so I have to clean it out. I didn't record. It was Saturday. Oh, you didn't record them? <laughs> but you like to go in there. You got, you got the best show, though. You said Friday was probably the best overall show. Yeah, but it's all fucking... I don't know if I even got the whole thing. It's all broken up into little yeah. chunks. Oh, I gotcha. You know what I mean? I, um... I, uh... I did an hour, like an hour and five minutes or something last time I had line decibels. So I'm try. I was gonna originally try to do uh, 35 to 40 minutes of of uh, new material, but now it's like uh, now that I don't know if the room will continue. Now I'm more concerned with just getting one good video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Than 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 worried about getting new. It's like like I'm gonna use some new material, but I think it's gonna be closer to like 15 or 20 minutes because I'm I'm gonna be more concerned with just getting an overall good video. Yeah. It's so hard. It is. So, I was trying to explain it to somebody today, because um, I like I'm I'm trying to give a little push to get some people to come out to this thing. So uh, there's people in the crowd, so we get a good, so we can get a good crowd response to these damn videos. And I was talking about the Veggie Buddy videos. Now, were you there when we did those? Were you part of that show? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we pay. Mine, we, uh, mine was fun. 
Yours was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yours was the only one. Yours was the only one. Uh, so so we pay to have a professional cameraman come out to that show. And there was a couple of ladies that sat down right behind the camera and uh, decided to discuss their whole night directly behind the camera for a good chunk of that. All of our sets, apparently, besides yours. So then he had to turn down the audience uh, to drown those women out. So it sounds like where uh, uh, you can hear laughter, but it sounds like it's very far away. The one thing, I submitted that to one thing that I got with that tape. Yeah. So one time I used it. What would you use since then? I've been using a helium tape. I have the my most. I have a current one from. Well, I guess it would have been at the beginning of this year, maybe. Oh well, that's not bad. That's pretty updated. It was either the end of last year, beginning of this year. Yeah, the one I've been using is 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 like I said. I the, the, I even, think it actually was. Uh, yeah, it would have been after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but, well, yeah, that's not too bad. It would have been though. December or January. So right about a year. Like I so said, mine's my, my, three yeah, years. The one I'm using now is like a year old. Yeah, see, mine's like three years old, and the bit that's in there isn't even the same way I do the bit now. So it's like, it's, but it's the best quality video that I've got since the, uh, even the one in Flappers wasn't, it was just what, it was some, it was, their main room had a nice setup, but where most of the uh, festivals running through was one of their other rooms that's got basically a setup you would bring yourself and so it's like it's just not impressive um helium has a great fucking setup and that's the only reason to go do those uh contests in my opinion is to get a good video out of there yeah so we uh so friday uh jeff was uh was uh on the lincoln lodge show the late the show at the lincoln lodge uh it's one of the late shows i'd never been have you have you been up to the lincoln lodge okay so there's like two or three different rooms there and uh, one of the supposedly the one of the best uh, ramen restaurants in the world is like a couple blocks down the street, right? So, but they won't take reservations, so we shoot up there really early, so we can get this ramen. <clears throat> when we get there, there's a line out the fucking door, down the corner, like they got these like heated tents set up on the sidewalk for their. Like, all right, you have fun, Jeff. I'm gonna go to McDonald's. Right, right, right. It's like, all right, I don't know. And so, so uh, uh, they stick their hand in there and says, uh, Jeff's like, if they say anything, hour and a half or more, like, we're out. So, yeah, what's the, how long is the wait? Hour and a half or more. <laughs> we're out. So, we're like, all right, it's fine. We'll just walk towards the lodge and we're going to just, we'll just jump into any of these rest, one of these restaurants on the way, right? Uh, but we started walking down and Friday, uh, I don't know. I don't know uh, if you if you like how much you paid attention to how with the temperature, but uh, it was getting fucking cold, and and Chicago has a little nickname uh, as we all know. Yeah, it's, it's called the, the Big Apple, the, the big the big windy <laughs> fucking frozen apple, and uh, and the wind was coming directly down the street that we were walking up, so it's just blasting you in the face. So we. So we don't go half a block and we're all just because we're not we don't have to be fucking you're not wintered up yet you're not ready for it yet and uh so there's a restaurant right there and because there's a menu strapped to the door we're not even looking at the menu it's like is there heat on the fucking menu go inside so we go into this place and it's like uh it's like the bars restaurants downtown uh most places where they're kind of like a hallway 
you know what I mean? The, like the bar, the bar runs down the stretch of the whole room. And yeah. There's tables, but there's not really much of a walkway and whatnot. So it's, but it's real nice, right? It's real fucking nice. It's called uh, Bad Habit, and uh, but the music's fucking loud. It's it's it's, and it's it's real contrasting with the real kind of nice ambiance of the place, right? So we sit down and we're like, let's go grab something and go. And uh, so we order, and uh, it's weird. It's it's so it's like this hallway like bar, nice place, and in the back is a DJ, yeah. right? But there's That's no how you know it's a nice place, right? But there's no dance floor or anything. It's just a DJ. And surrounding him are about five or six urban vampire day walking goths, right? That are just, they're not dancing. They're just like moving. They're just like moving, right? They're just kind of sitting there like zombies and their heads bobbing and they're just. <laughs> and uh, so it's just a weird. And then I'm like, you know, dude, is this, this is like that day what walker. Kind of, what, what kind of food do they have? And it was like, that was the thing. So the food comes, it's all fucking amazing. The food is delicious. This food, it was, I had a Wisconsin uh, uh, chicken, like cheddar smoked sandwich. Uh, uh, the appetizers were great. I don't remember. She had taco. They were, it was fucking great. The, the, the place, you're like, I want to take my do- date to a nice place. This is where you're going. Except, <laughs> and in this corner, there's like six, seven, eight goths just you know, just shuffling around. But they weren't, like, rude. Like, because, you know, you had to go through them to go to the bathroom. And they were like, excuse me. And they'd just move out of the way. Dance out of the way. Yeah, they'd, like, dance out of the <laughs> And, like, you, know, you don't even get hit with a chain wallet or nothing. So uh, you go in there and you go to the bathroom, come back out, and they're real nice and polite and whatnot. We finish up. And I'm like, D- you know what this is? This is that day walking club from Blade. Like, we're, like they were all hanging out, and then blood started coming out of the ceiling. This that was the ambiance, but it was only just this handful. Anyway, we leave Lincoln Lodge across the street. We shoot across the street. Now, I don't know if we just missed it when we walked out, or it hadn't quite happened yet, or we just weren't paying attention or what. We go across the street to Lincoln Lodge, get a couple of drinks. I glance back across the street to the Vampire Club, and it's like fucking Hollywood has a casting call, dude. There is a line of vampires from the door down the block and like around the fucking corner. I don't even know how you fit that many vampires in one fucking club. So, th- so th- the ambiance, like this was funny. I was, I, I was, uh, we literally sit in a restaurant, and I was thinking, okay, so they've hired this DJ who's got these buddies that just so like they got this DJ and then he's bringing somebody. I'm like, I, how long before they're gonna throw this like get rid of this guy because these guys are hanging out here, but it's really kind of fucking up the ambiance of the restaurant. So, no, and then I go outside. For the fucking diners to leave. Exactly, dude. I exactly this this thing hasn't even started yet. Like this is like we're in the prelims, <laughs> and then you walk outside and there was 160 vampires waiting to get in there. I'm like, this is their money. This is their bread money. They couldn't have given shit if we had a sandwich or not, if we tipped well. They were waiting for the daywalkers. So there you have it. That's the premier vampire club in the city. I should have gone back over there and got myself like a chain wallet or something. But Jeff, uh, Jeff's doing a show at the Lincoln Lodge. And uh, they have an interesting setup there. Where they, so it's a showcase. They're doing, they do 10 minutes, 10, 10, you know, 10, 10, 10. Uh, and then while the show's going on, the audience writes suggestions down on uh, pieces of paper and then the everybody goes back up and does a three minute set uh, riffing off of stuff they're just pulling 
out of audience suggestion. But I got to tell you, my experience was that the audience is not helpful Mm -mm. because they write like they wrote like one wrote God. Have at it. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. And then and try to do that in front of a crowd of people, you know, and then like, well, give me another one. Yeah, this is dumb. Yeah. And then it's uh, it was a one word stove and it was like. Fucking goddamn liberals trying to take away our gas stoves. Huh? This is bullshit, man. I, I wouldn't let a baby eat off a gas stove. This is burning propane. Mm, American, America with propane. But uh, yeah, so that was my uh, that was my Friday. It's glamorous. We got back at four a.m. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, God bless. Uh, I was up there with Jeff and uh, Lacey and a friend of his, who uh, I'll leave leave nameless. Uh, and uh, this gentleman, though, was a big fan of uh, singing uh, song lyrics. And uh, it's a long drive. Mm-hmm. And what is even better was when there were no lyrics and it was just the instrumental. And still sing? He like filled it in, yeah. With do boop, 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 do boop, 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 Just scatting? Just freestyling? No, not freestyling, going with the beat. But just scatting. Couldn't stop the music in his blood. I work with a guy <sighs> who clicks his fake teeth together. Oh. So all day, all I hear is, It, does he start to push them out when he does it and then, like, pull them no, back in? but it's like, dude, I've, like, moved 80 feet away from you. Like, I <laughs> still hear your head fucking making noise. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, you wouldn't have done well on a Navy ship, man. No. The, no. The, the sound. When there's 80 dudes sleeping in a compartment this size of this apartment, it's, it's, it can't be described. The the different levels and choruses of snores that are happening at the same time. Well, yeah, too. And, like, if you're in a submarine, like, can't... If you make any noise underwater, like, everyone can hear it, right? I don't know. Like, like you can... That's pretty... You put the... I don't know if snoring could you could easily dampen snoring, I would think. But I think all I think subs are sound dampened on the inside anyway. I think they got like the music room, like foam walls and shit. And they wear sneakers in there. They don't wear boots. Maybe you get out of sub service if you snore a lot. That's actually a good question. Cause in the movies they're all being super fucking yeah. quiet because it's like they can't. Well, hear in the, them with the well, in the in the in the World War II ones, everything was metal. You drop a wrench or something, oh, that's clearly easily heard. Um, I think it's still easily heard now, but like now they, they wear soft-soled shoes. They, I think they have padded floors. Like it's, it's like, it's but you're right. That's a good question. Like if you snore, I, I, I don't know. That's a, that's an, God, you know, how many, it'd be hard to find fucking entire crews that ain't snoring, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's got to wear a CPAP, CPAP machine. machine. You just drop it from the top. <laughs> I had a bad problem when the on the first ship I was ever on because there's a there's a uh, a light above you, so you can read a book, you know. So on the back side of that though, it's just a square piece of metal, 
and uh, you're in these coffin racks. So uh, like my first, like my first twelve hours on board, it was like my first night. Uh, at one point, I, I set up, bashed my head on this light, and uh, I reached up and I just felt warm. So I I took a, a, a sock and tied it around my head and passed out again. Trying to sleep in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's it, well, it's after like sixteen hours of work, and then a fucking like eight hour watch, and then you know what I mean, like you're exhausted. And then uh, like so, when I woke up the next day, there was so much blood that pooled in my eyes, I couldn't open them. Because <laughs> I bashed my head open, and then repeatedly every couple of days, I'd reopen the fucking thing in there. Bam! I must have concussed myself six, seven times that first trip. You can't raise this thing three fucking inches? I know, dude. It, was, it took me a long time. I'm apparently a stubborn motherfucker. It took me a long time to learn that you just need to roll over. Well, actually, I didn't even learn that because the next ship I was on, I took the top rack, and there was just a pipe above my head. There was no, like, ceiling thing. I fuck being on a boat. I don't know. I suck being in a hole. I don't like being in boats at all. No? It doesn't really feel like... Well, it's a lie. It does feel like you're on a boat. It moves. It doesn't move a lot. I was on a carrier. The smaller ones, you got to seatbelt yourself into. And, like, when you go to bed, you have to lock your seatbelt in. No, even just, like, the idea of, like, hey, let's go out on the boat on the lake. Nah, I'm good. I used to dig that shit. No. Dude, the older I'm getting, the less I'm... I had a boat. I had a, like a fishing boat. And I, had, I took it out for three, four years in a row. I took up the kids and shit. But I found that when I own shit like that, it just makes me feel obligated to use it or I feel like I'm wasting my money. So then I, f- then I feel like, God damn it, I have to go out. I didn't go out last week. I mean, I go out twice this week just to make justify the cost of it. And it became like a fucking chore. And every goddamn year you had to sink money into it. Every year I had to Mm -hmm. fix this or buy that or just it never stopped. Yeah. 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 Fuck having a boat. Fuck boats. I'm with you there now. And then you're just out there in the middle of the water, nothing but the sun beating down on you. Because it's nice first thing in the morning, but you got to get up at fuck 3 a.m. to make that happen. But then it gets hot. Yeah. But then you still don't want to go in quite yet because it doesn't justify you getting up at 3 a.m. if you're just heading in at 8. And then if you go out, like, towards the night, it's just a bunch of drunk people. And bugs. Oh, so dude, I tried to go night fishing night. one time. It was like, it was, un- it was unreal. And I thought, man, they can't attack me out in the middle of the lake. Like, they can't fly all the way out here. Dude, that's one thing I've noticed. I have not, the past few years, mosquitoes haven't really been an issue. You notice that? Are you telling me you've reached another level of evolution that you talk to stray cats and no, mosquitoes just, I just go around I, you? I feel like mosquitoes used to be a way bigger problem than they are. No, they're a problem. Maybe it's because I've been, <laughs> I don't know, I live where it. There's a fucking river right there. Well, they haven't been the last couple of years, but they're still a problem. Because, like, three years ago, they were, they were a fucking problem. And I live out in the woods, and trust me, they were a fucking problem. And that year, while we had all that flooding, they were a fucking problem. Every now and then, you see those mosquitoes that are the size of a fucking bat. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, where did that thing come from? They did a survey on the county... And uh, like a half mile from my house was the highest concentration of ticks in the entire county. 
Oh, I, when I was in Wisconsin, uh, next to my hotel, there was this vet's office that I walked past a couple times to go to get some food. And uh, they had the rolling stats of, like, how many uh, animals that they had, how many ticks they had removed from dogs this year and how many confirmed cases of Lyme, Lyme disease. in dogs this year. Yeah, and? I, I mean, it was... My mom's dog it got was a Lyme lot. disease at my house. At your house? Yeah. See, like, my dog was yellow, and my well, she still is. And then my other dog, you've seen him, he's easy to find him. She had a black and and dark gray. It was, like, spotted, black and dark gray, and they were fucking impossible to find ticks on that thing. And... uh it has to be on in there like 12 hours or something in order to transfer Lyme disease. That's what they say. What Seems they say. rather specific. Yeah. Like the Lyme disease only works in 12-hour shifts. Give me a break. But anyway, it's got to be on there for well, a long time. If you, you, you can't catch Lyme disease if you wear a mask. So. Oh, well, there you go. There Just you go. Mask your dog. Well, the mask your dog, ones. fools. You got anything you want to promote? No. All right. Um, I do. Uh, November 24th. Get your ass out to Portage. It's uh, Decimals on the Rocks. Could be the last couple of shows out there or not. If you come out in droves but get out there, you might get on tape or you might not. All right. You can reach us at uh, LMFIGE pod. Or, uh, what the fuck did I just start saying? LMFIVE pod at Gmail. That's LMFIVE pod at Gmail. Uh, you can reach me at Teen Journey Comedy at Gmail. You can uh, find us on Facebook, find us on Instagram. You can reach Jason by reaching out to the pod. You can go to Patreon backslash Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. <laughs> Light me at five. Five. Light me at five. I don't even know how you fit that many vampires in one fucking club.